Shumai, Kroiso, and welcome to a Club Pill Droids podcast. I'm Ivan Gwilym. We're back with another interview. This time, a Club Pill Droid have been speaking to a player that's grabbed the headlines this transfer window in Wales, Adam Rosgrove, who's joined TNS for a club record fee from AFC Wimbledon. Rosgrove chats about his time with both Cardiff Met and Wimbledon and talks of his ambitions with his new club, TNS. Speaking to Rosgrove are two regular A Club Pill Droid contributors, Lewis Sharp and first up, David Jones. I'd just like to start off, Adam, by asking about your time at Cardiff Met. You know, you won the uh, Nathaniel NG Cup on this day in 2019, qualified for the Europa League against Ballard on penalties as well. How did you find how did you find your time at the club and uh, you know in such a successful time for the archers as well? Um yeah, it was great. I think um <clears throat> you know, without being there, um I definitely wouldn't have uh, given me the chance to further my career as I did. Um, you know, I think the quality of coaching you get there um is probably better than you get at some professional clubs. Um, so I th- certainly think that was key to, you know, the successes we spoke about. Um, you know, especially Christian. He not just him, but you know, the other staff as well. But um, they would just drive the standards. You know, there was a lot of staff that have, have come from professional backgrounds as well. So they they know themselves what it takes to be successful and what it takes to um, to get to that next level. So I think having you know people like that, you know, coaching you. And, and being part of the club, it, it drives that success as well. And um, <clears throat> you know, I think we were probably disappointed, uh, like many people have said at the club, you know, to have not achieved uh, Europe earlier, or maybe won a cup earlier than we did. But um, you know, for it all to sort of come together in and get two things in one season, um, I think just showed how far that we had come as a club. Definitely, and. You know, during your time at Met as well, you scored for Wales C against England. How much of an experience was it, not just to represent your country, but to get on the score sheet as well? Yeah, it was an unbelievable experience. Um, you know, I was fortunate enough to uh, be involved in both England games or both Wales games. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and I think especially the second time when I come off the bench, so you know, part of me felt probably like I had a bit of a point to prove. Um, that, you know. I was a bit disappointed not not to start, um, but yeah, you know, certainly um, to have come off the bench and scored and to make a difference in that game um, was yeah, unbelievable, unbelievable feeling. And just overall, you know, during your time at Cardiff, Matt, how did your experience at the club stand you in good stead to make that step up into league football? Um, I think certainly the professionalism um, around it, you know how the football club operates and how uh, you know the coaching was um, so I think yeah definitely the sort of you know the professionalism and the, and the attention to detail that, that went into everything I think you know that, that was certainly a, a massive part of helping me get into you know the professional game So as Dav's mentioned um, obviously after Cardiff met you went on to League One club Wimbledon. Uh, so at the time, did you know of any interest from Wimbledon, and how did the the move just come about in the first place? Um, I was clueless actually. Um, <clears throat> I think you know after I signed, I'd found out that um, Nick Dawes, he was the uh, head of recruitment at the time, now assistant manager, 
he had seen me play in the England or the Wales Sea game rather um, and I think it was either sort of from that he'd sort of kept tabs on me or sort of had heard about me sort of before but I think that was probably one of the first times he actually saw me play um, so yeah I, I was none the wiser and I think at times it, it's probably better not knowing if people are watching because it just allows you to concentrate on the game in hand and not have to worry about um, you know those external factors you know if, if you don't have a good game you might beat yourself up or you know if you don't score and you know somebody's there you know you're you know, you probably automatically think as a striker, oh God, they're, they're not going to think I'm any good because they didn't score today, when probably most of the time they're not necessarily looking for goals. It's, it's the rest of the game. It's the full package that um, you know, scouts and other managers are, are really looking for. You know, um, I think I'm probably safe to say that. And, you know, every position is not just necessarily what you do on the ball, but it's off it as well. Did you find it a big difference between you know playing for Met and going into a full-time football club environment with Wimbledon? You know, training every day. Yeah, massively physically, it was it was a massive, massive um, difference. You know, at Cardiff Met, we trained twice a week, um, and then obviously to go to you know full-time training, it, it just took it out on you physically. Um, and it wasn't necessarily the, the training aspect of it. Obviously, the intensity was higher again, but it was more the recovery. Um, it, took a, it took a few months for my body to get used to recovering quicker, you know, so that would allow me to train at a good intensity for you know, four or five days a week. Um, whereas, obviously, when you train you know, twice a week um, and you've got maybe three or four days in between training, then like a day between a game, and then obviously a few more days until you train again, you know that that time allows you to recover within that. Um, so yeah, one of the, the one of the most difficult things I found was just physically. Then you know, obviously, um, like I mentioned, the intensity of, of how training is was picked up a level which you'd expect, and obviously, um, you know, the technical ability and the quality of the players you're playing with and the demands they put on you. You know, um, you can't get away with a a misplaced pass or having a bad touch because either somebody has a go at you or somebody takes a ball off your toe. Um, so you've really got to be on it. You just touched on the quality of the league as well. Did you find that playing with better players was better for you as a striker? You know, sometimes where you'd make a run where perhaps at Met nobody would find you, but at Wimbledon maybe you'd be, you know, played the ball in behind? Um, not necessarily. I think that could be an unfair comparison as such on 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 the example you gave because you know even at, even at Matt I played with some good creative players like Elliot Evans for example and he would find you you know off the shoulder and he he was more than capable of, of making those difficult passes when when needed but I think at Wimbledon you probably get quality more consistently um but also, it you know, defend. You're playing up against defenders, which are just as quick as you, just as or stronger than you, and are also you know, relatively intelligent and they read the game well. So um, it's all well and good saying me make a run and someone finding me, but I've actually got to be you know up my game. Um, you know, can I be sharper to get in front of a defender and, and things like that as well? So it's not necessarily just as simple as saying 
did they find you making a run, um, if that makes sense. Um, but, yeah, obviously, you know, obviously the quality was, was a step above, otherwise, you know, that, that's the level you're going to. So I expected it to, you know, the quality to be better. Um, so, yeah, see, you know, it's, it's differences as well. I mean, those players may well find you with that, you know, that defence splitting pass, but then you've still got to, you know, keep hold of the ball, for example, or get your shot off or score. Um, yeah. So just in general terms, how do you reflect on your time at the club? Um, you know, I enjoyed it. I think it wasn't necessarily um, the way I'd planned out in my head. Um, you know, especially after being injured my first season for, you know, two months coming back, getting a re-injured in the same place and being out for like another six to eight weeks, you know, and then by the time I started to get into the swing of it, you know, I was starting to get more game time, I was starting to get more confidence and used to the level. Um, you know, in that first season I was getting closer to the scoring and then obviously COVID happened, so that kind of put a, a sharp end to um, to that first first seasons for me. So it was really a short, a short, short season. Um, and then, you know, come lockdown, I just wanted to put myself physically in the best position I could uh, to come back to pre-season to really sort of kick on because, you know, you're obviously bound by contracts and I only had a, I only had a year left on my contract. So I knew that it was, um, it was sort of make or break, so to speak, and I needed to make an impact that I hadn't been able to in the previous season. Um, and then, yeah, you know, started well in pre-season, came back, I was probably the fittest I'd ever been. Um, you know, I was playing well, scoring a couple of goals. Um, and then, yeah, I think you know, for the last few months, I've just been disappointed to have not got more game time. I've had five minutes here and there, which a striker doesn't really allow you to do much um, so yeah it's, it's been indifferent because I, I loved you know playing at that level um, we had a great bunch of lads that I was with um, but yeah also frustrated at the fact that you know I didn't get as much game time as, as what I'd have liked but you know that's that's part of football I know you've, you've recently moved back to uh, the Cymru Premier with TNS what was the draw to coming back to um, the Cymru Prem, you know, a league where you've had so much success in the past? Well, you know, I think you go into a team that, um, you know, their ambition and their aim and their proven success is to win the league every year. Um, you know, so for me, being in a team that's going to be, you know, aiming to win that league and, and win, you know, win trophies and multiple trophies a year and obviously off the back of that you get European football which I missed out on European football um, with Cardiff Met through my own decision um, you know it's something that I'm yet to experience and, and want to experience and obviously going to you know the best team in the league that allows you to you know hopefully get the chance of playing Champions League football um, so yeah that's a, you know it's a massive draw going to a team that um will be competing right at the top but you know also their style of play you know obviously having played many games against them you know so it's a polar opposite style of play to sort of Wimbledon um, and it, but then it's a style of play that I think does also really suit my game um, you know you see how many chances they, they have a game um, and you know it's, it's no it's no surprise that there's always a couple of TNS boys in the top top goal scorers 
Um, so hopefully I can come in and I can add to that. And so that's a draw, a draw there that you know I'm coming to a team that's going to create chances, you know, and hopefully, um, hopefully I can repay them by putting the ball in the back of the net as much as possible. You spoke about with your time at Wimbledon as well, the how much you enjoyed being full time and being, you know, in the best shape fitness wise that you've been. Is that something you're looking to take forward? Obviously with TNS being full time, was that a draw to the club as well? Yeah, massively. I wanted to stay within full time football. Um just, you know, from having experienced it for a short time, it was something that I wanted to um wanted to carry on you know there's, there's nothing better than just being able to rock up every day and kick a ball around with your mates for a few hours um and obviously you know got to feel pretty privileged that you know you're somebody or I'm somebody that can can do that every day because there's many people that would um, love to be in that position as well so um yeah full-time football was was, was definitely also another draw of, of coming to TNS and it, you know it was a record transfer fee for TNS to bring you to the club does that bring added pressure for you to have to score goals or is that something you relish going into the final few months of the season? I don't necessarily think it's added pressure. Um, you know, I've shown before that I can score in this league so I'm more than confident that I can do it again. You know, Having said that, I still need to work hard on making sure that I'm going to score just because I've done it once doesn't mean that I will necessarily do it again, you know. Um, people may well create chances for me, but you still got to put the ball in the back of the net. And you know, again, going back to the being full time, that allows you to put even more practice on my finishing. Um, so, you know, it's, it's not something I would necessarily feel the pressure of, but it's certainly something that obviously I've been brought in to do, and I know that I'm capable of doing it. So, um, yeah, whenever the season continues. Um, and depending on how many games are left in the season, um, you know, I'll probably set myself a little goal target of what I think I can achieve, given how many games are, given how many games are left. Uh, chairman of the club, Mike Harris, he's obviously spoken a bit about becoming the first Welsh domestic team to go into the group stages in Europe. Do you think that you can take TNS up that level through the next rounds and into the group stages? Um. I think to just say me, you know, is a bit, it's probably unfair, you know, it is a team game at the end of the day and I would just be a part of the cog that that gets that team ticking and, you know, there's plenty of quality in that squad. I've only been training now for what's about the start of my second week and, um, you know, the quality is there and I knew that was the case before signing anyway. So, you know, hopefully I'm just adding to that and, and hopefully I can just, Help to get us to get us to to where the club wants to be and, and to those sort of group stages of a European competition. So so far this season, TNS are obviously in a similarly to last season, really in a tight race with Connors Key. Uh, you touched on the fact that you think that they're the biggest club, or the best club. I think you said in the league. Are you confident that you can bring the league back to Park Hall this season? Well, yeah, I think, you know, obviously at the moment, they're, well, we're in the driving seat, you know, granted that I think Connors Kia, three points behind, there's a game in hand, so obviously if they win that, it's all level. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm I'm confident having, you know, they're coming to a squad where 
a lot of them have got multiple, multiple titles and multiple um, you know, trophy wins. So they they know what it's like when you know the pressure comes on to really um, on what it takes to to get that end goal of winning the league. So yeah, again, hopefully I'm just can can help the team and be part of that team that that does win the league again. Thank you for your time, Adam. Um, hopefully it won't be too long until the league can start back and we can see you scoring for TNS. Thank you. No worries. Cheers, guys. Cheers, thank you. Diolch again to Adam Rossgrove for taking the time to speak to us and Diolch to Lewis and David for doing the interview. Remember that even though there aren't any games, the transfer window is still open, so follow a Club Pill Droid if you want to keep up to date with the comings and goings. Until next time, hoil vaur.